The Black Dog A Night of Spectral Terror by Stephen Crane. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman. The Black Dog by Stephen Crane. There was a ceaseless rumble in the air as the heavy raindrops battered upon the laurel thickets and the matted moss and haggard rocks beneath four water-soaked men made their difficult way through the drenched forest the little man stopped and shook an angry finger at where night was stealthily following them cursed be fate and her children and her children's children we are everlastingly lost he cried the panting procession halted under some dripping drooping hemlocks and swore with wrathful astonishment it will rain for forty days and forty nights said the pudgy man moaningly and i feel like a wet loaf of bread now we shall never find our way out of this wilderness until i am made into a porridge in desperation they started again to drag their listless bodies through the watery bushes after a time the clouds withdrew from above them and great winds came from concealment and went sweeping and swirling among the trees night also came very near and menaced the wanderers with darkness the little man had determination in his legs he scrambled among the thickets and made desperate attempts to find a path or road as he climbed a hillock he espied a small clearing upon which sat desolation and a venerable house wept over by wind-waved pines ho oh, he cried it's a house his companions staggered painfully after him as he fought the thickets between him and the cabin at their approach the wind frenzily opposed them and skirled madly in the trees the little man boldly confronted the weird glances from the crannies of the cabin and rapped on the door a score of timbers answered with groans and within something fell on the floor with a clang ho said the little man he stepped back a few paces somebody in a distant part started and walked across the floor towards the door with an ominous step a slate-colored man appeared he was dressed in a ragged shirt and trousers the latter stuffed into his boots large tears were falling from his eyes how to do my friends said the little man affably my old uncle jim crocker he's sick to death replied the slate-colored person ho said the little man is that so the latter's clothing clung desperately to him and water sogged in his boots he stood patiently on one foot for a time can you put us up here till tomorrow he asked finally yes said the slate-colored man the party passed into the little unwashed room inhabited by a stove a stairway a few precarious chairs and a misshapen table i'll fry you up some pork and make you some coffee said the slate-colored man to his guests 
go ahead old boy cried the little man cheerfully from where he sat on the table smoking his pipe and dangling his legs my old uncle jim crocker he's sick to death said the slate-colored man think he'll die asked the pudgy man gently no he won't die he's an old man but he won't die yet the black dog hadn't been around yet the black dog said the little man feebly he struggled with himself for a moment what's the black dog he asked at last he's a spirit said the slate-colored man in a voice of somber hue oh he is well he haunts these parts he does and when people are gonna die he comes and sets and howls ho said the little man he looked out of the window and saw night making a million shadows the little man moved his legs nervously i don't believe in these things he said addressing the slate-colored man who was scuffling with a side of pork what things came incoherently from the combatant oh these uh phantoms and ghosts and what not all rot i say that's because you have merely a stomach and no soul grunted the pudgy man ho old pudgkins replied the little man his back curved with passion a tempest of wrath was in the pudgy man's eyes the final epithet used by the little man was a carefully studied insult always brought forth at a crisis they quarreled all right pudgkins bring on your phantom cried the little man in conclusion his stout companion's wrath was too huge for words the little man smiled triumphantly he had staked his opponent's reputation the visitor sat silent the slate-colored man moved about in a small personal atmosphere of gloom suddenly a strange cry came to their ears from somewhere it was a low trembling call which made the little man quake privately in his shoes the slate-colored man bounded at the stairway and disappeared with a flash of legs through a hole in the ceiling the party below heard two voices in conversation one belonged to the slate-colored man and the other in quavering tones of age directly the slate-colored man reappeared from above and said the old man is took bad for his supper he hurriedly prepared a mixture of hot water salt and beef beef tea it might be called he disappeared again once more the party below heard vaguely talking over their heads the voice of age arose to a shriek open the window fool do you think i can live in the smell of your soup mutterings by the slate-colored man and the creaking of the window were heard the slate-colored man stumbled down the stairs and said with intense gloom the black dog'll be along soon the little man started and the pudgy man sneered at him they ate a supper and then sat waiting the pudgy man listened so palpably that the little man wished to kill him the wood fire became excited and sputtered frantically without a thousand spirits of the wind had become entangled in the pine branches and were lowly pleading to be loosened the slate-colored man tiptoed across the room and lit a timid candle the men sat waiting 
the phantom dog lay cuddled to a round bundle asleep down the roadway against the windward side of an old shanty the specter's master had moved to pike county but the dog lingered as a friend might linger at the tomb of an old friend his fur was like a suit of old clothes his jowls hung and flopped exposing his teeth yellow famine was in his eyes the wind rock shanty groaned and muttered but the dog slept suddenly however he got up and scrambled to the roadway he cast a long glance from his hungry despairing eyes in the direction of the venerable house the breeze came full to his nostrils he threw back his head and gave a long low howl and started intently up the road maybe he smelled a dead man the group around the fire in the venerable house were listening and waiting the atmosphere of the room was tense and the slate-colored man's face was twitching and his drab hands were gripped together the little man was continually looking behind his chair upon the countenance of the pudgy man appeared conceit for an approaching triumph over the little man mingled with apprehension for his own safety five pipes glowed as rivals to the timid candle profound silence drooped heavily over them finally the slate-colored man spoke my old uncle jim crocker he's sick to death the four men started and then shrank back in their chairs damn it replied the little man vaguely again there was a long silence suddenly it was broken by a wild cry from the room above it was a shriek that struck upon them with appalling swiftness like a flash of lightning the walls whirled and the floor rumbled it brought the men together with a rush they huddled in a heap and stared at the white terror in each other's faces the slate-colored man grasped the candle and flared it above his head the black dog he howled and plunged at the stairway the maddened four men followed frantically for it was better to be in the presence of the awful than only within hearing their ears still quivered with the shriek they bound through the hole in the ceiling and into the sick room with quilts drawn closely to his shrunken breast for a shield his bony hand gripping the cover an old man lay with glazed eyes fixed on the open window his throat gurgled and a froth appeared at his mouth from the outer darkness came a strange unnatural wail burdened with a weight of death and every note filled with foreboding it was the song of the spectral dog god screamed the little man he ran to the open window he could see nothing at first save the pine trees engaged in a furious combat tossing back and forth and struggling the moon was peeping cautiously over the rims of some black clouds but the chant of the phantom guided the little man's eyes and he at length perceived its shadowy form on the ground under the window he fell away gasping at the sight the pudgy man crouched in the corner chattering insanely the slate-colored man in his fear 
crooked his legs and looked like a hideous Chinese idol. The man upon the bed was turned to stone, save the froth, which pulsated. In the final struggle, terror will fight the inevitable. The little man roared maniacal curses and rushed again to the window, began to throw various articles at the spectre. A mug, a plate, a knife, a fork, all crashed or clanged on the ground, but the song of the spectre continued. The bowl of beef tea followed. As it struck the ground, the phantom ceased its cry. The men in the chamber sank limply against the walls, with the unearthly wail still ringing in their ears, and the fear unfaded from their eyes. They waited again. The little man felt his nerves vibrate. Destruction was better than another wait. He grasped the candle and, going to the window, held it over his head and looked out. Ho! he said. His companions crawled to the window and peered out with him. He's eating the beef tea, said the slate-colored man faintly. The damn dog was hungry, said the pudgy man. There's your phantom, said the little man to the pudgy man. On the bed the old man lay dead. Without, the specter was wagging its tail. The End of The Black Dog by Stephen Crane